Hello and welcome to another edition of Having a Nasser. This week we've got Imogen Templeman, we've got David Silito, and we've got Barney Robinson. Uh, although I don't know how much of a contribution Barney's going to make to it today. So hello uh, everybody. That's okay. not Barney. This is Dave here, by the way, just for the avoidance of any doubt. And Imogen. Hello, this is Imogen here. Welcome to to um, the podcast. Uh, and this week, David is going to be talking to us about the case of Flatman against Essex County Council. Um, Imogen was just telling us before we started the podcast that um, uh, she's just naturally funny, unlike me and Dave. So uh, whereas Dave and I can turn it on for the podcast, Imogen <laughs> will just be funny uh, whenever she feels like it. So there's no pressure on Imogen to be funny. Um, but uh, from what I was gathering, and Dave can tell me if I've got this wrong, when she is funny, it is going to be hilarious. Is that what she was saying, Dave, I think? Uh, she definitely built it up quite a bit. Yes. Um, and uh, she placed quite a lot of pressure on herself to be absolutely hilarious during this podcast. Hope's hilarious. I can't be funny on command like Dave because I'm naturally funny. So I can't tell you a joke. Dave will have to do it. I'm not quite <laughs> sure how that works to demonstrate that you're funny. If I... <laughs> I can't be funny on command because I'm naturally funny. Yeah. So surely, if anything, it would have to be a case of people commanding you not to be funny and at all other times you would be funny. No, Dave, that's just not right. Is that not how it works? (laughs) (laughs) Our listener will be um, very keen to hear all about this exciting case and um, less excited to hear your thoughts on it. But um, can can we have both of those, please? Um, you absolutely may. As long as someone's not telling me not to talk about a case, I'm always talking about cases. So this is just a continuation of my natural discussion of employment appeal tribunal judgments, which I do at all times. So the EAT case of Flatman against Essex County Council, as EAT stands for Employment Appeal Tribunal, Essex County Council is often referred to in Essex and the vicinity as ECC, I imagine. So um, Mrs. Flatman, or Miss Flatman in this case, was a learning support assistant and her duties included giving physical support and assistance to pupils. And from September 2017, she was required to give support to a disabled pupil, which involved her in daily weight bearing and lifting work. Over a period of months, she repeatedly requested manual handling training um, she spoke to the head teacher about that but none was provided um, despite assurances being given that steps would be taken to arrange it so pretty non-committal there and from around Christmas time uh, in 2017 she also began to develop back pain and she told the um, school about that in January 2018 but at the beginning of May she was signed off for three weeks with back pain um, So she was due to come back and then in communications on the 21st and the 22nd of May, the head teacher informed the claimant that she would, upon her return, not be required to lift the particular pupil concerned, that she would be looking at moving the claimant to another class in the next school year and the training was being organised for her and other staff in the following few weeks. Um, Now the claimant felt that that 
um, wasn't good enough, they hadn't taken action early enough, and that um, the actions that were being proposed at that stage uh, were not sufficiently timely, uh, that the head teacher wasn't taking her concerns sufficiently seriously, and she resigned and claimed constructive unfair dismissal. At tribunal, um, she lost and she appealed to the uh, Employment Appeal Tribunal. Now, um, at tribunal, the reason that she had lost was that um, the tribunal had found that there was a breach of the obligation to provide manual handling training and that, that was ongoing. Um, they found that uh, the claimant had not waived that breach, um, but they felt that at the date that she had resigned, um, when she still hadn't been provided with the, the training, the school had at least made some efforts to reassure her that appropriate steps were going to be taken. And therefore, um, essentially looking at the uh, actions of the school as a whole, including what had happened on the 21st and 22nd of May, um, they felt that there wasn't a breach of contract which went to the root of the contract or indicated that the, re the respondent was no longer willing to be bound by a fundamental term. So um, there was no breach at the time that the claimants had decided to resign. Um, as there was no breach, uh, the resignation wasn't a constructive dismissal. It was simply a resignation and the claim for constructive unfair dismissal failed. So the Employment Appeal Tribunal... Um, looked at the case again and um, considered some of the law on constructive unfair dismissals and in particular um, whether or not a breach could be rectified by an employer um, so that if it was rectified and the employee then resigned um, there wasn't a constructive uh, dismissal because at the point of resignation there was no no breach. And there were a couple of cases of particular relevance that were looked at in relation to that. Um, one was Buckland against Bournemouth University. And in that case, uh, the uh, lecturer, Professor Buckland, or the professor rather, and Professor Buckland um, had resigned after the head of department had confirmed the outcome of a remarking exercise without consulting him. Uh, Professor Buckland complained about that. Uh, there was an inquiry um, Professor Buckland was vindicated in the report, um, but he resigned. And there, the uh, Employment Appeal Tribunal said, well, the initial remarking exercise was a breach of contract. Vindicating him in the report didn't change that. Uh, and therefore, he resigned in response to a breach of contract. Once the breach has occurred, uh, the employer cannot remedy that so that there never was a breach. Uh, the other case that the Employment Appeal Tribunal looked at is the case of Asamoy against Spirit Pub Company Services Limited. And in that case, um, the conduct of a manager, Mr. Cooper, towards the employee, Mr. Asamoy, uh, by accusing him of misconduct, led to the employee raising a grievance. Other managers who then looked into the dispute, accepted the employee's account of events and took steps to put matters to right. The tribunal found that Mr. Cooper's conduct was likely to damage the relationship of trust and confidence, but not seriously. And the distinction there between the Buckland uh, case and the Asamoy case was that um, 
there was at no point a breach of contract occurring in, in Asamoy. Um, the step that the managers took prevented the uh, conduct of the initial manager, Mr. Cooper, uh, escalating into a fundamental breach. So the essential point was, well, once a breach has occurred, um, you, can't, uh, you can't rectify it. So applying that to the facts of the um, current case with Miss Flatman, uh, the Employment Appeal Tribunal found that the tribunal had erred by only looking at the overall picture at the point of resignation, including taking account of the communications of the 21st and the 22nd of May. They failed to consider and determine whether the point of fundamental breach had been reached at some earlier stage of the event as they unfolded, um, consideration of which could not have included those later communications. So they allowed the appeal on that um, basis. So despite the late attempts, imperfect as they were, to rectify the situation because there had been a breach of the obligation to provide manual handling training um, and that and the Employment Appeal Tribunal found that that was a fundamental breach. Uh, the Employment Appeal Tribunal found that, well, um, the original tribunal had erred. Employment Appeal Tribunal then went on to consider what their sanction should be, what step they should take next. And um, there are a number of options, three options that the Employment Appeal Tribunal has. And what was unusual about this case was that they just decided the case themselves rather than remitting it to the original tribunal. And they said, well, look, um, because there had been a breach, there had been no waiver of that breach by the claimant because she'd continued to um, complain and she had been off sick. She resigned in response to that breach. It was a fundamental breach. No tribunal properly directed could find anything but a constructive dismissal here. There was no suggestion on the part of the respondent that that was a fair dismissal if there was a constructive dismissal um, and therefore it was a constructive unfair dismissal and they upheld the uh, claimant's claim. Um, Simon, I think you're going to be applying for a position as Castle Warden, aren't you, at uh, St. Michael's Mount? This is, uh, um, you posted this on LinkedIn, isn't it? That's the, the, the castle on the island, isn't it? Yeah, they're looking for a new castle officer. So that person needs to be staying at the castle at least five nights a week. Yeah. Um, they need to take a hands-on approach to maintenance duties. No. And I know that you have at least one screwdriver in a drawer. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that you'd be, <laughs> you'd be more than capable for that. And I'm pretty sure that castles are held together with screws these days. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, the, the, there was a number of things that put me off that job, um, which was one, you couldn't get pizza delivered. Yeah. You, could you go fishing? Why would you want to do that? Well, to eat, so you can eat. That's the whole point. I'm not going to take the job. If the, It's bad enough you spend all day screwing castles together and then you've got to go yeah. out and catch fish. Well, why don't you just think ahead and go to Tesco on your way out? I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't understand why you're not taking this job. Well, <laughs> it's, it's everything you've ever dreamed of. Imogen, would you be interested in having a job in a haunted castle? Um, I mean, there is benefits to it that you don't have to sit with people every day and <laughs> <laughs> listen to Dave's insufferable jokes. So it might be quite a good opportunity for me, actually. All right. Thanks for that, everyone, and tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, which you obviously won't have done, then please go to the website where we've got a link to Podbean, and that's got all the, the other ones. 
Uh, I don't know why you'd want to listen to them, but they're there. They're no better. Yeah, <laughs> they really aren't. Um, that's not false modesty. Um, and um, and other than that, it's a, we'll see you all next time, but it's a goodbye from Barney. <laughs> uh, goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Oh, no, do we not all have to do that? No, no. <laughs> and, a, and a goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs>